friends, this is Kathleen Maxwell Ramby with The Gathering, bringing God into everyday life. I'm so glad that you've joined me for today's podcast. For more news, information about my soon-to-be-released book, published newspaper articles, or to contact me, visit my website at www.kathleenmaxwellramby.com. We now have listeners from 26 countries that enjoy this podcast, and I'm so grateful. I don't charge for the podcast and appreciate those that give to make it possible for you to listen to. Special gifts this month came from Mary Cobflesh, Michelle Smith, Carrie Thompson, and our monthly donors are Mary Nietzschelstein, Kyle Melissa Johnson, Deanna Carraway, Laura Jane Elder, and Tammy Brown. If you want to give, simply click the button that says Become a Patron or Patronage at the top of your podcast. And don't forget to hit the follow button and you'll be the first to know when new episodes are released. And always remember, don't just listen, partner with God and practice what we talk about. See you later. Well, good afternoon, uh, friends from all over. It's uh, good to join you today. This is Kathleen Maxwell Ramby. And today I want to share about my new book. I am very excited about its release, and I want to tell you a little bit about it, about why I wrote it, and what it's about, how it can be helpful, and it may be that it's not just for you, but it's going to be for somebody you come in contact with. I know that many of you that listen um, walk with the Lord, and God brings people across your path, and they need tools to help them navigate. And so the title of my new book is Thriving Through Seasons of Grief and How to Overcome in Life's Disappointments, Change, and Loss. Um, about, about three years ago, I had taught a seminar on grief for Dynamic Learning Institute in Kerrville, Texas. And after I walked out of teaching that seminar, uh, my heart was heavy that night. I had been giving people, and we we had a a good number of people that attended the conference, but my heart was heavy because I didn't have more tools to give them. And there was such a hunger in people to know how how do you overcome in times of grief, and how do you thrive and that's what I called my my presentation was thriving through seasons of grief and so as I walked out that night um, grateful for all those that showed up and I could tell God was really working in hearts as I spoke but I was praying and I said Lord I just need more tools and I felt the Lord speak to my heart and he said you have your outline you have your outline I want this to be your first book. I was actually working on another book at the time. And I was like, well, Lord, you know, nobody signs up for grief. It's not, it's not something that people sign up for. It usually comes and knocks on your door unexpectedly. Um, and there you are. But I did begin three years ago about this time to write the book and started it. And it was just released this last week on Amazon and I'll give more details about that and how you can purchase it if you're interested in. But that's just kind of a story um, of how the book got started. And it is a story of 
just who God was for me when my prayers didn't get answered the way I wanted them to. Uh, If you've listened to previous podcasts, you know that I've talked about just overseeing my mom's care for a number of years and just about the loss of my late husband and my father and how all this happened in a short time period. So I'm somebody that's well acquainted with grief. In fact, even this week, um, right now, our family is going through a loss. Uh, You've heard, if you've listened to previous podcasts, you know that I have been overseeing care for my father-in-law and Currently, he is on hospice and really only been given um, about 48 hours to live. And so his life is is declining, um, and we're very sad to lose him. But I know God, God is in all this. So my whole point is that grief knocks at the door unexpectedly. It, it knocks and there it is. And so what do we do when this happens? And how can we how can we overcome? The word overcome means to get the better of the situation. And how can grief have a good work in our hearts? You know, I think so many people run from pain versus embracing the pain. And um, and I was one of those people. I grew up in a, a, a home that was kind of like suck, suck it up, be tough, you're a Jones and just kind of sweep any kind of pain or heartbreak or hurt under the carpet. And God totally rearranged that in my life, and I'm so grateful for that. Um, Nobody likes pain, but when we embrace grief, it can be one of our best teachers. And it certainly has been that because I've grown and I've changed in the griefs I've gone through, and I've learned to thrive in my deepest heartbreak. But most of all, I've learned to embrace the life that God has for me. And I want to just read the back of the cover about on the on the book, because it gives you just a lot of details. It says grief has been one of my best teachers. No one signs up for the process that will touch all of us at some point in our life. After the death of my late husband of 30 years, I knew I was not exempt from the process, and yet, if I had to go through it, I did not want to waste the pain. I quickly discovered that many people did not know much about the grief process or talk about it. I share in this book in a transparent and down-to-earth way, in a way that's easy for those who find themselves in the ashes of life and grief. As you read this book, my heart is that you will walk away with tools in your tool belt of life. This book is for those that have had any kind of loss in their life or have friends, co-workers, or family that have had losses. You'll learn what grief is, how it affects us, the challenges of grief, the benefits of grief, the many different kinds of grief, and how to partner with the process and help those that are grieving. You'll also learn the secrets of building a new life. Hopefully you'll see the good in grief and reading this will unravel any lies you may have believed about the process. My prayer is that another layer of healing and understanding will come to your heart and you will learn how to thrive in seasons of grief. Um, 
So that's just a little bit about the book. I want to just go over with you some of the topics that are in the book that might jump out. And again, you know, grief comes in many different forms. Um, it's not just the loss of a loved one or a friend. It can be, we can find ourselves in grief in times when, you know, we have a real significant change in our life. I know some people, when they retire from their job and their way of living life, you know, going, working eight to five or working 10 to 12 hour days, and all of a sudden um, they retire, it's a, it's a big change. It's a letting go. And I think that's the important thing to remember is grief is a letting go and it's a time of transition but it's also a time to move on. And when we grieve in a healthy way, then we can move on to the life God has for us. One of the things that I said um, when I lost my husband was, you know, Lord, I don't want to waste the pain. I want you to work things in me and work things out of me. And so God really, I think, has taken me up on that. But chapter one is called Don't Waste the Pain. Chapter two is called Who Signs Up for Grief? The next chapter is What is Grief? The different types of grief, the stages of grief, the challenges of grief, important things to know about grief. And then chapter eight is the benefits of grief how it can really help us. Chapter nine talks about what helps and what does not in times of grief. Chapter 10 are keys to thriving through the seasons of grief. And the next chapter are God's promises for all of us in times of grief. And then chapter 12 is a crafted prayer for times and seasons of grief. I have another section that has resources which are titled Keys to Letting Go and Ways to Say Goodbye, Important Things to Remember About Grief, Keys to Thriving Through Seasons of Grief, and then a resource for friends and family of someone who has lost a mate, a parent, or a child, and then a crafted prayer, a special prayer in times of grief. So those are just some of the chapters and, and gives you just a little bit of what it's about. I think more than anything, what I want you to know about it is it is seasoned with hope. It's seasoned with um, life experiences and stories. I tell just the stories, the good, the bad, and the ugly. One of the quotes in the book um, I'm going to share several of the quotes in the book, just certain little passages. The first one is, Grief has been one of my best teachers. Another quote is, Sometimes the only way to heal is to fall apart and let God remake you. Another quote from the book is, The negative news was only part of our story. Watching someone I love suffer is the hardest thing I have endured, and yet I was learning the beauty of walking with God through the valley of the shadow of death. Another one of the quotes from the book is, Ask God the question, What do you want to work in me and out of me, instead of why did this happen to me? 
The why question will keep you stuck in grief. And then something that is important, and this is from the book, is you, not others, are responsible for your healing. I think so many times people look to others to heal them and fix them in their grief versus running to the Lord and taking responsibility for partnering with God in the grief process. And um, I think that is so key. When we partner with God, then we move forward, I feel like, in times, times of grief. I want to read to you one of the endorsements. And this endorsement has come from Cassie Alex, who is a director of hospice in New Century Hospice in Kerrville. It says, if you are walking through any kind of pain from loss or find yourself helping someone navigate through the rough waters of grief, Kathleen's book, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief, is for you. As a hospice director for many years, I have read almost every book out there on grief. This is one of the best. Kathleen's fresh approach doesn't take you on her journey through losses. She gives you the stepping stones, tools, and promises you need to make it through your own personal journey. She calls it the price of love. The process of grief doesn't come with a map, a calendar, a flashlight, but the words in this book will guide you to identify the types of grief you are feeling and help you understand the challenges, benefits, the healing, the hope, and the promises, and how to thrive again. Having sat in the bleachers watching Kathleen walk through some of the deepest pain of loss, to listening to her teachings, and reading her writings, this book is a testament to the strength, the depth, and integrity of an amazing God-loving woman. She will definitely, we will definitely stock our shelves with this valuable book and use as tools to help our patients, family, and friends. Cassie Alex, New Century Hospice in Kerrville, Texas. And I'm very grateful. Uh, Cassie walked through and was the director of hospice. Uh, she worked for a different hospice at the time, but that's who we used with my mom and my late husband and my dad. And so she was really along on that journey. And so now that I am, uh, goodness, 11 years down the road on that, she has um, been coming to the gathering and, and doing doing some of my Bible studies and podcasts. So anyway, that just gives you a little glimpse uh, from some people about the book. Um, like I said, I share the good, the bad, the ugly, but they're all mixed with God's redemption and hope. And one of the things the publisher um, said about the book when they reviewed it to see if they wanted to publish it is that they had books on grief that were written psychologically, that were written theologically, but this one was written by someone that had been there and walked out with hope. And I thought that was just a very um, sweet comment that they had to say about the book and was grateful that they chose to publish it. Um, my goodness, there's so much I could share just about the book, and I certainly hope that it will be a blessing for you or maybe someone you come in contact with. 
because it talks about the important things to remember in grief. It talks about um, just ways to navigate but I share stories that I think many will be able to identify. And that's what those that have read it have said is that they could just see themselves and didn't even know sometimes that they had grief that they need to process. One woman, I just did a book review and one woman just said, you know, I've really never grieved my divorce. And she said, I realized that I've never dealt with that pain. And oftentimes something can happen in our life um, you know, a huge disappointment, a divorce, uh, getting fired from a job. I've talked with people that have talked about just the grief they had if they got let go of their job or lost their job. And my goodness, with COVID and, and all, there's been so much loss and so much devastation in our world. Um, I think all of us know people. And this book, I think, too, is an excellent gift when someone loses someone they love. It could be sent maybe in lieu of sending flowers. It is a tool. It's a short book. It's um, I've had people that have read it already say it's an easy read. And um, most of all, I just pray and, and hope that people will walk away with just l more layers in healing and tools for their tool in their tool belt of life. Right now, just even going through what we're going through with my father-in-law and sitting there holding his hand today and, and hearing the news from the hospice nurse, um, even though I've taught on the subject, even though I've written a book, there's still that place where I'm having to embrace grief again. And I'm grateful for all the things that I've learned in the process. The book has pictures of my old life, but it has pictures of the new life and the redemption that God has brought into my life. I love the section too, though, that is full of promises, God's promises. I want to share just a couple of, with you um, that are from the book. Just how God promises to bind up the brokenhearted. And when we keep taking our pain to him. And I love Isaiah 61 that says, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, and to provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow upon them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of His splendor. You know, that's one promise, is that God sees our pain. He knows it. And that's part of why he sent Jesus, was to bind up the brokenhearted. Another promise is God's grace is all that we need. And his power will help us through in grief. 2 Corinthians 12.9 says, For my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ's power may rest upon me. You know, His grace will see us through 
anything and his power will sustain us and I love Psalm 147 verse 3 it says he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wound so friend whatever has broken your heart and maybe like I said it's something that um, happened years ago but you've never really embraced it and took that hurt to the Lord you know so many people are in addictions um, look to food to alcohol to drugs to medicate their pain they don't know how to process it I've even had women that have been raped molested um, in my years of ministering at the Christian Women's Job Corps to have women come in and say you know I've never told anybody this but they finally felt like they were in a safe place and they began to express the sorrow that was there because something valuable, their virginity, had been taken from them. And they'd never really processed that. And they had spent years medicating their pain with drugs and alcohol and, and behaviors that weren't, weren't healthy. So how can you get a copy of this book? Well, you can get it several ways. If you want a personalized autographed copy, you can go to shop.kathleenmaxwellramby, that's all one word, dot com, and purchase it there, and I will autograph it and send it to you, or you can purchase it on Amazon, and it's under my name, Kathleen Maxwell Ramby, or Thriving Through Seasons of Grief. If you put either one of those in the search bar, it will pull up the book. And so there's those ways. You can also go to my, to my um, website, which is KathleenMaxwellRamby.com. And if you go to the book tab, it will easily take you to both of those um, both of those ways of purchasing the book. It will be available in Kerrville, Texas um, at Entertain Mart, and I think it will also be available in Uvalde, Texas at um, Amy's Attic. So that will be that will be coming up too. Those are ways that you can purchase it if you live in either one of those communities. So thank you, friends, for joining. I hope the book is a blessing to you or a resource for you. If you are a pastor or have a ministry, I think it would be a tool that you could use to give to people um, and help them as they go through their own journey. And um, two, if you purchase it on Amazon, I'd appreciate your review on that. And... As always with the podcast, if you like this podcast, send it to somebody that might need it, that might need hope, that might need direction in their life or has had a huge loss or disappointment or change because I do believe it's going to bring healing and uh, some of the people that have read it have just said it's anointed and how much they have benefited from, from it. I had a woman last night share with me how she bought it for someone that lost someone and, and how helpful it was. And I think it's because I've written in a down-to-earth, transparent way. And most of all, I've sought God and depended on Him to heal my broken heart in those times. So thank you so much for joining me. I want to just pray for you right now. Lord, I thank you for the friends 
and those that have joined me from all over for this podcast. And Father, I pray for them that they would truly learn how to thrive through their seasons of grief. And most of all, Lord, that you'd make yourself real, that you would bind up the brokenhearted. And thank you so much, God, that you proclaim liberty to the captives. Thank you that you walk through us in every heartache and disappointment we encounter. And Lord, just use us to minister your love, your grace, and your compassion to those around us. Amen. Thanks for joining me, friends. See you next week.